this pulpit or to this church and we love him love his dad love his family let's give him a good bendale welcome this pulpit again tonight god bless you brother well while you're clapping your hands lift your voice to jesus and love him come on somebody that god's been good to you you praise him now come on you ought to lift him up now jesus we love you jesus we worship you Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. It's so good to be in Bendale tonight. And I love this church. If you have your Bibles, the book of Psalms, chapter 20. Uh, you know, I was thinking today, I was just reading the Bible. Something jumped out to me. I'm not going to preach this now. I might come back and preach it later. But uh, the Bible says in the book of Exodus that if when it began to go through the, uh, it was the day of the Passover that he said, you take a lamb and if your house be too little for the lamb, go to your neighbor's house. And I, I started looking at that and the more I looked at it, it, it just kind of, I don't know, it bugged me a little bit because it never said if there's not enough lamb for your house. It said if the house is too, if the lamb is just too much for you. It doesn't say if the lamb's not enough. I just want to tell somebody tonight that there's more than enough lamb. There's more than enough lamb in this house. If you need something from the Lord, he, he said, I'm, I'm not going to show up and be too little. I'm, I'm just going to be more than what you need. I'm telling you God's in this house tonight. And if you need anything from the Lord, he's here to heal. He's here to deliver. He's here to set free. He's here to make a way where there is no way. Amen. Amen. Brother Moore, I give you honor tonight. I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank God for the day that I was able to meet Pastor William Moore and his wonderful family. And God connected me to Bendale. I told my wife the other day, I said, I've got to get to Bendale. And... Uh, and not just because Brother Moore asked me to come, but because I love this place. And it's just, I, I feel like I'm just at home and having a good apostolic church. And I, that's, a, that's a match made in heaven. Psalms chapter 20, verse 1. We're going to read the whole chapter. Don't worry, it's not a long chapter. It says, To the chief musician, a psalm of David. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. I can stop right there and preach. The name of God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Selah. Grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation. And in the name of our God will we set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Know now that I the Lord saveth his anointed. No, now I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Verse 7 is a very familiar text, and it's probably one that we could all quote as the writer says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Somebody say that's us. They are brought down and fallen, but we, somebody shout, that's us. We are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, let the king hear us when we call. 
want to just simply preach to you tonight the very uh, basics of what we know and understand. Thank you, praise team, tonight for walking in the Holy Ghost because as you begin to sing, God was just confirming his word to me. I just want to preach tonight the simply this, there is power in the name of Jesus. How many believe that tonight? You ought to reach over and shake somebody a little bit and tell them there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Come on, reach over and get somebody else and tell them there's power in the name of Jesus. Would you lift your hands with me right now and let's pray together. God, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. God, we give you thanks today because it is you that has made us. It's not we ourselves. God, we're not here by our own accord, but we're here because you've been good. We're asking you, Lord, right now to have your way in this house. Let your word speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And would you clap your hands unto the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We know from reading the very first verse of this psalm that it is David that is the author here. And Psalms chapter 20 for years has puzzled me because it is placed in between some psalms that when we read them, Psalms 18 and 19, we can define where David was in his life. When we read Psalms 21, 22, and 23, we can go to certain moments and the Psalms will align with what David was going through at certain points in his life. But Psalms chapter 20, it's, it's the monkey in the middle, if you will. It's, it's not like that. It's not, uh, it's not, we don't have the, the details of, in Psalms chapter 20 that we do in the preceding and the succeeding psalms uh, that come before Psalms chapter 20. But we, we, we don't know the time, but we do know the setting of this psalm. Uh, again, we don't know what the battle is, but we do know that David and his men are getting ready to go into battle. And David has called them into this, uh, this uh, area that he has formed into somewhat of a tabernacle. They are in the house of the Lord, if you will. And uh, as they are standing in the house of the Lord, David and the priests began to sing this song to the people of Israel. There are hundreds, thousands, possibly ten thousands of men that are standing in the house of God and around the house of God and they are getting ready to go to a battle. Now, get in mind here is that these Old Testament battles were nothing like what we think of when we think of war. When we think of war, we think of snipers and tanks and helicopters and jets and bombs and things of that sort. But this was quite literally hand-to-hand combat it would be very probable that there would be men under the sound of David's voice that would not come back from this battle. 
it would be very probable that David would look some men in the eye that would live their last days on earth this day that David is singing this song. Again, we don't know who they're fighting, but we do know that they're going to fight a battle. Let me just tell you today, you can't escape the battle. I wish there was a foxhole you could dig yourself into. And I I wish that there was a bunker that we could get in, that we could close the hatch past tomorrow and never have to have another battle. But I'm just going to tell you, if you're going to live life, you're going to have battles. You're going to deal with fear, and you're going to deal with depression, and you're going to deal with anxiety, and you're going to deal with family drama, and you're going to deal with financial struggles. At, At some point in time in your life, you will have a battle. But as these men are going out to battle, God begins to anoint the hand of David as he has done so many times before. And he begins to let and encourage these good men that are getting ready to go to the battle. Now, as they are standing around, David is somewhat possibly standing in what we would call today a pulpit, and he is singing to them. It is the first four verses that David and the priest David and the preacher are singing these words together. And so David writing or singing rather to men that quite literally are looking death in the face. He sings this song and the first words out of his mouth are, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Now understand David is surrounded by people that I guarantee you they are standing with a strong back but there's fear in their heart because they know this might be my last day but David sings to them and he said it may look hopeless and it may look like uh, that the battle is raging and greater than what you can handle but David said I got a word for somebody that's standing in the in the field of battle and I've come to tell you that the Lord is going to hear you uh, in the day of trouble can I just preach simply tonight uh, that there's nowhere that you'll ever go that God's not going to hear you uh, when you pray. There's not a situation uh, that you'll ever come up against uh, that God won't hear you uh, when you pray. There's not any kind of drama that you'll have to have to deal with uh, that God's not going to hear you uh, when you begin to pray. I've come to encourage uh, somebody on a Wednesday night and tell you if you're praying, God's listening. Uh, If you're telling the Lord, God, it's too hard I can't do this on my own then rest assured God hears you when you pray God hears you when you're crying to him from the battle from the test from every circumstance he says God's going to hear you the Lord hear you when you when you're praying in the day of trouble and this next part is the part that sets the precedent for the rest of the, can, do, I, do I have time tonight to just preach this chapter through? He, he sets the precedent in verse 1. He says, the Lord hears you in the day of trouble. And the name of God of Jacob defend thee. David is standing there looking at me. And again, I, I want to really drive this home. Because whether you want to admit it or not, these men are standing in the same place that you're standing in. You can stand tonight and, and, and proclaim that everything's perfect, but we all know you're lying. You can stand up tonight and say you don't have any problems and we'd all laugh and 
chuckle because we know the truth is, is if you got breath in your body, you got trouble in your world. And David's preaching to people that their days are full of trouble, that their days are turned upside down. And he said, I'm going to tell you something, friend. Not only is the Lord going to hear you, but his name is going to defend you. Can I preach to somebody tonight on a Wednesday night that you got trouble in your way and you've had to cry sometimes that the name of the Lord is going to defend you. The name of the Lord is going to fight for you. You might be in the biggest battle of your life, but let me just preach to you tonight that there's power in the name of Jesus. And when your back's against the wall, there might not be any power in your money. There might not be any power in your social group. There might not be any power in your pastor. There might not be any power in the saint that's sitting next to you. There sure enough ain't no power in the evangelist tonight. But I tell you where there is some power. There's some power when you start lifting up the name of the God of Jacob. There's some power when you start lifting up the name that's above every other name. There's no power in me, but there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I realize tonight that we are people of the name. We baptize in Jesus' name. We pray in Jesus' name. But God don't ever let us get to the place that Jesus' name preaching becomes boring and old hash because we've heard it so many times before. If all your pastor does is get up in the pulpit and say you must repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus, then I'm going to tell you there's power in that. If all he gets in the pulpit and said, Brother Ford, uh, the scripture you quoted tonight at the beginning of service, uh, for neither is there salvation uh, in any other, uh, for there is no other name uh, given unto heaven uh, among men uh, whereby we must be saved. There's power uh, in the name uh, of Jesus. Hallelujah. I would to God that every saint of God leave this house tonight with a fresh revelation that you've got something uh, that you can lean on. There's a weapon uh, that you have in your war bag uh, and it's bigger than the depression you're facing. Uh, It's bigger than the financial difficulty. Uh, It's bigger than the marital struggle. Uh, It's bigger than the fact your babies are backslid. Uh, It's bigger than the fact that you've got to file bankruptcy. Uh, I'm telling you uh, you've got something uh, that is greater than anything in this world uh, and it's access to the name of Jesus. Come on, mama, in the middle of the night when you're crying and it feels like you're never going to see your children in the house of God again, just begin to proclaim the name above every other name over them. When you feel like there's nowhere to go and you know that on your own the enemy's going to win, he can't fight my God and win. There's power in the name of Jesus. I have an assurance that when David started to preach these words, that these men began to shake themselves, Brother Moore. Did you hear what Pastor just said? Did you hear what Brother David just prophesied? He said that the name of the Lord was going to defend us. 
I, I wonder what it was like to be in the house of God that day as possibly again over 10,000 soldiers are standing there getting ready to go to battle and David gave them a word from God that the name of the Lord is going to defend you. I wonder if there was a charge that came out of that place that day. They might have had their head down. They might have been depressed. They, they, they might have felt like all hope was lost. But he said that God is going to defend you. He's going to send you help from the sanctuary. He's going to strengthen you out of Zion. I, I, I just got a feeling that something began to work over that crowd. That's why in verse 5, the whole crowd begins to sing with him. And they said, we, that means everybody, Pastor Moore, we will rejoice in thy salvation uh, and in the name of our God will we set up our banners uh, the Lord fulfill all thy petitions uh, they heard the man of God preach that there was power in the name of the Lord uh, and they got so excited uh, and they started saying we will rejoice uh, in thy salvation now understand they haven't went to the battle yet uh, they haven't gotten the heat of the battle yet uh, but before the battle ever started uh, they heard the man of God preach that there was power in the name of the Lord Lord. And before the battle ever started, they said, we're going to rejoice in your salvation. We're going to rejoice because we know before the battle ever gets here, we already a winner because we're fighting in the name of the Lord. He's going to send you help out of the sanctuary. And strengthen you out of Zion. How do you know, Brother Phillips, that he's talking about Jesus? How do you know that he's talking about the Messiah? Well, you just ask the woman that was caught in the act of adultery if he'll be a defender. Yeah. He said, the name of the Lord's going to defend you. Say, well, I don't know if he's really talking about Jesus. Will you talk to that little lady that they drug out of her living room? She was caught in the very act of adultery, thrown at the feet of Jesus. You want to know if he's really a defender? You go ask her because she'd tell you, I didn't have any friends. They had rocks in their hands. I was about to die, but there's power in the name of Jesus. He is my defender. Will he really defend you? I'll tell you what he'll do. He'll look at everybody around you and ask them, ye without sin, cast the first stone. And honey, by the time he got done, nobody had a rock in their hand because my God, my Jesus is my defender. That's why they started singing, we will rejoice in thy salvation. They were saying, David, I don't, I don't know what God's going to do, but you've been in battles before. And you know what's worked before. You've heard from God before. And I believe that what's worked before will work again. You know why David could write that the name of the Lord is going to be your defense? How the name of the Lord's going to come and help you and strengthen you out of the sanctuary and out of Zion? Because David knew what it was like to stand in the valley of Elah and be faced with a giant. And a giant say, I'm coming against you. And I'm going to tear you limb for limb. And David never, never one time did he mention his staff never one time did he mention his sling he said you come to me with a sword and with a shield but I'm not coming to you with natural weapons I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts David how do you know that it works because I've already slayed a giant because there's power in the name of the Lord I've already faced things that were bigger than me and stronger than me 
but there's power in the name of Jesus. I wish you'd leave here tonight speaking Jesus over every problem that's coming against you. I wish you'd leave here tonight speaking Jesus over every giant uh, that's facing you right. You're standing in the valley of Elah and you need a miracle. You need to lift up your voice uh, and declare Jesus over the enemy. The name of the Lord will defend you. Yeah, David, that sounds good, but... There's more of them than there is of us. The name of the Lord will strengthen you. And something started moving over the congregation. The name of the Lord will send you help out of Zion. And that congregation that day that's getting ready to go to battle kind of started feeling like what we're feeling in here right now. Maybe we can't overcome this problem. Maybe. Yeah, I know it's bigger than me, but maybe we can't overcome this. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know I ain't got enough money, and I know I ain't got enough influence, but maybe there is enough power in the name of Jesus to, to step into this problem and to deal with it. And I, I'm telling you, what happened then is what's happening now, and that's when they started leaping to their feet and saying, we will rejoice in thyself. We ain't seen the salvation yet. We ain't seen him made a way yet. We ain't seen him open the door yet, but I'm not going to let that stop me from Praise in the name of the Lord. We will rejoice in thy salvation. There was something that was happening that day. They realized that there was power in the name of the Lord. And it would overtake their enemy. If money would have fixed it, David would have wrote a check. David's the richest man in the world at this point in time. Fame and fortune would have fixed it. David would have just showed up and said, hey, cuz, don't you know who I am? I'm David. I'm the king. Don't you know? But that didn't fix it. Matter of fact, that made him hate him even more. He, He was a child of God and that made him hate him even more. He was famous, and that made him hate him even more. (laughs) Let me just tell you something. You can't fight God and win. It just don't work. You can fuss and cuss and throw a fit and... And, and you can get in your pickup truck and do donuts in the church parking lot if you want to. But you just can't overcome the name of the Lord. Because it's higher. It's greater. It's more powerful than anything on this side of the earth. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into and they are saved. Hallelujah. This picture is a picture of defiance. They said we're not hanging our banner in our own name. But we will hang our banner in the name of our God. We will hang our banner in the fact that God has never lost a battle. They were simply saying, when we go to war, Brother Moore, we're going knowing that we've already won. Ooh, help me, Jesus. (laughs) I know it's Wednesday night, but I just feel like preaching and telling somebody before you ever get there. 
that the name of the Lord's already went before you. Isaiah said it like this, Behold, will I not go before you and make the crooked places straight? God said, I'll go ahead of you and I'll straighten out all the chaos uh, and all the dysfunction. Uh, I, I'll go before you and I'll fix everything. Uh, every trap that the devil thought was going to take you out, I'll turn it around and I'll work it out for your good. Why? Because I've got a people that are a people of the name. They're not a people of Allah. They're not a people of Harry Krishna. They're they're not a people of Buddha, but they're a people that when they went down in the water, they said, in the name of Jesus, I'm glad to tell you tonight that I am not ashamed to be a one God, Jesus' name preacher. I am a man of the name. When you baptize me, thank God they did it in the name. When you pray for me, do it in the name. When you worship with me, worship with me in the name. He went on. We will rejoice in thy salvation. Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. Some trust in chariots. That's man-made. Huh. Oh, God, I wish I had time to preach this the way I wanted to. Some trust in chariots. And some trust in horses. This is the congregation singing. This is everybody, Brother Ford. This wasn't just the front line. This was 10,000 soldiers getting ready to go to battle. Can you imagine the roar that came out of the house of God that day? Some trust in chariots. Some trust in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. I don't know if that does for you what it does for me, honey. But when I picture that and I see these people that are going out to battle and they're surrounded by their enemy and they're sitting up on their high horse, no pun intended, and they're, they're sitting there in chariots that are covered in brass and they've got weapons of every kind setting up in their chariot. They've got archers. They've got spearmen and swordsmen and they look out from the house of the Lord and they're surrounded by horses and chariots. They say, you might trust in the chariot and you might trust in the horse but we will remember the name of the Lord our God all of your trust is in man made things all of your trust is in man controlled things but I put my trust in something that man can't make and man can't control because I know that there's power when I call on the name of the Lord I just got a feeling that on a Wednesday night in Bendale, that the doctor's done all he can. And they said, there's no way we can fix you. That's chariots. That's horses. And I'm not against doctors. You know that. But my trust, now I, and again, I go to them when, when my wife makes me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they serve a purpose. Luke was a doctor. Dr. Luke. He was a, one of the 70 disciples. They've got a purpose, but that's chariots. Because they, they hook you up to man-made machines. That's, that's chariots. And they practice on you with man-made ideologies. That's horses. Chariots are made with man's hands. 
and horses are broken with man's will. But I just got a feeling when the chariot's done all he can do, and your giddy up and go done got up and gone, and your horses done got broke down, he done foundered, baby. He been eating that alfalfa grass. It's over. There ain't nothing else a horse can do that the name of the Lord's going to step in on a Wednesday night. And the doctor said that the cancer is terminal and you can never get healed. But the name of the Lord says I'm bigger than the cancer. The doctor said the diabetes was terminal and you can never get over it. But the name of the Lord said I'm bigger than diabetes. The lawyer stepped in and said, there's no way I can get you out of this. But the name of the Lord, it's my strong tower. It's my defense. It's my help. It's who I call in the middle of the night. Baby, if you want to talk to anybody, call 1-800-JESUS. Because his line is never busy. And he has exactly what you need. I'm here to preach to you tonight. There's power in the name of Jesus. He's going to come out of the sanctuary David is prophesying He's literally talking to warriors But he's looking thousands of years into the future He said the name of the Lord's going to come out of the sanctuary It's going to come out of Zion And little did Little did David know that he was literally reaching into the future and touching the man Christ Jesus. Because out of the sanctuary, as a 12-year-old little boy, he was going to be setting and teaching and confounding the elders. And then he's going to turn 30. And out of the sanctuary, he's going to walk into a wedding ceremony. And he's going to turn water into wine. And out of the sanctuary, he's going to... He's going to walk and there's going to be a man there with a hand that's lame, with a withered hand. And he's going to tell him, stretch forth your hand out of the sanctuary. One's going to be sitting on the wayside begging for alms. And he's going to say, Bartimaeus, what do you want that Lord that I might receive my son? David didn't even know what he was saying. But out of the sanctuary, one was going to come. And when they were laying on the side of the road, he was going to say, get up, take up thy bed walk. He was talking about the man, Christ Jesus. There's power in who he was. There was power in what he did. And there's power. He made of himself no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. And became obedient to death. Even the death of the cross. (laughs) And because of what he did while he was still on this earth. He said in Mark chapter 6 and verse 17. These signs shall follow them that believe. Because you're special? Nope. Because you go to. The Jesus name church in Bendale? Nope. (laughs) Because as awesome as he is, Brother William Moore is your pastor? Nope. He said, in my name. Enough said right there. In my name, you're going to cast out devils. In my name, 
You're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Let me tell you something. It's not formality of Wednesday night service when you walk up here and Pastor Moore lays hands on you because I've heard him pray enough to know he's not praying in the name of William Moore. He's not praying in the name of Jacob Phillips. He's praying in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's, it's not formality to get anointed because James told us if there be any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Anoint them with all and the prayer of faith shall say them which are sick why because he said if you lay hands on them in my name anything you do in word or in deed do it in the name do it in the name do it in the name of the Lord there's power in the name of Jesus and I just got this sister more I came to church tonight burden I came to church tonight with a burning in my gut, for lack of a better term. Because I just feel like somebody might have walked in here tonight sick, but they're going to walk out healed. Because there's power in the name. I just got to, I know I sound redundant right now, but I want you to really get a hold of what I'm preaching tonight. I just got this feeling that there's a mama sitting on these pews that's been praying for your babies. And tonight might be the last night you pray that prayer. God, bring my children home in Jesus' name because there's power in the name of Jesus. It don't matter who your mama was, who your daddy is. Uh, uh, Bishop Wilson always says it like this. God don't have any grandkids. He's just got kids. You, uh, it don't matter what kind of world you came from. If your daddy was an alcoholic, uh, if your mama was a backslider, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You can literally be backslid. Uh, and while you're sitting on the barroom uh, table, uh, begin to pray in Jesus' name. Uh, and there will be power in the name of Jesus uh, to get you back to the house of God. Uh, I'm preaching to somebody tonight because I want you to know you're not in this by yourself. The name of the Lord defend thee. The name of the Lord send you help out of Zion. The name of the Lord send you strength out of the sanctuary. You're not in this by yourself. You're not fighting this battle alone. You may feel alone, but you're not by yourself, honey, because there's power in the name of Somebody's walking out of here tonight uh, delivered from the spirit of fear because there's power in the name of Jesus. Uh, and when that anxiety comes against you uh, in the middle of the night, uh, you don't... Baby, let me tell you what you need to do before you grab your inhaler. Just start saying, Jesus, 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 because there's power in the name of Jesus. He said, this is, this is everybody singing. This is the congregation. This is us. Somebody shout that. This is us. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. Y'all musicians, get up here and help me because I'm going to preach myself into a puddle if you don't. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Verse 8, they get a little cocky. In verse 8, now they're feeling it. Hey, adjusting that armor and straightening up their necktie. I ain't fixing my neckties too hot. Whenever we start an organization that bans neckties, I'm going to be the first guy in it. I hate these things. I got too much Keith Phillips in me. 
But they, they started getting a little cocky. And they said, they, who's they? The enemy, are brought down and are fallen. But we are risen and stand upright. You know what? That was just an Old Testament way of saying, we about to put y'all under our feet because there's power in the name of Jesus. That's why in the book of Mark chapter 6, he said, you're going to tread upon serpents and scorpions. He said, you're going to put these things that are, un- that-, that are trying to attack you. You're going to put them under your feet. Genesis chapter 3. And I will put enmity between thee and between the woman and between thy seed and her seed. That- there's going to be something that's going to happen her seed's going to bruise your head and you're going to bruise her heel because there's power he was talking about Jesus friend because there's power in the name of Jesus now we don't have time tonight we don't have time to have an old fashioned we don't have time to have an old fashioned prayer line because by the time we all got through praying and Shouting and dancing, I'd probably be over in the corner sleeping somewhere. I'll just be honest with you. But, tell you what, there's power in the name of Jesus. And so what I want us to do tonight, Brother Moore, is we're going to have a new fashion. Not an old fashion, a new fashion prayer line. And I want you, if you got a problem, to step out of your pew and walk up here to this front and get your neighbor by the hand, get you a brother by the hand, and get you a sister by the hand, and you begin to pray for them. And Je- don't you pray in your name, don't you pray in my name, but you pray for them in Jesus' name. You pray that God's going to deliver their children in Jesus' name. Come on, you find you a neighbor that you can pray with in the Holy Ghost. God, I need you to bless their finances in Jesus' name. I need you to get rid of the fear in Jesus' name. I need you to turn the family around in Jesus name I need you to give them peace in their mind in Jesus name I need you to give them peace in their family in because there's power in the name of come on somebody's going to get a healing right now Somebody's going to go back to the doctor and you're going to get a better report because you came to church on Wednesday night and you started speaking in the name. Come on. There's power in the name of Jesus. Come on. There's miracles in this house because there's power in the name of Jesus. Your name is power. Yes. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Come on, there's healing virtue flowing to your body right now. Your name is power. There's an angel of the Lord your being dispatched to your children right now. Your name Come on, somebody's writing a check to put it in the mail because God sees your faithfulness. There's power in the name of Jesus.
God's pulling on your children. God's pulling on your grandchildren right now. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Cancer be gone in Jesus' name. Diabetes be gone in Jesus' name. Let the healing balm of Gilead flow to this house. There's power to heal, power to save, power to change. In the name of Jesus. Jesus in the street, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name, Jesus, shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the street, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy.
what you're facing. Jesus, for my no matter day, where you may be. I speak the holy name. No matter what Jesus, may be going on. Speak it. Shout it. Say. Shout Jesus from the mountain. Jesus in the street. Shout Jesus in the darkness. Over every enemy. And Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name, Jesus, 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 from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, Jesus, Jesus in the darkness, Jesus, Jesus for my family, I speak the name, Out what name you need to be speaking over. Oh, thank God for the powers invested in the name of Jesus in heaven and in earth. My, my, what a word we've heard in this place tonight. And we don't need to let it die. You speak it out throughout tonight, tomorrow, the week, from here on out. Let's use that wonderful name of Jesus. That devil trying to give you a bill of sales and a lie. You just rebuke him in the name of Jesus. No, we're going to win this race. We're going to win this battle. Hallelujah. Jesus is going to make us an overcomer. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Phillips. God bless your heart. Amen. God bless him tonight. Preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. He keeps that race up. It'll make him old quick. But you know what? I'm going to speak the name of Jesus over him. God can preserve him. God can keep him. Amen. That's right. 
We need good men like this to come and visit us and preach the word of God to us. When you come back and preach that other one, you said you're coming back to preach. Uh, you thought I'd forget it, didn't you? I'm not. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. No, we love him. I appreciate when he's able to come. He's very, very, very busy. Amen. You know, he's been in Fort Myers for three or four weeks doing an awesome job down there and having a great pouring out of the Holy Ghost and, you know, willing to come here tonight after coming in 830 this morning. I don't know how many of us have been able to do that. I'll just be honest with you. Praise God. Amen. It's a God thing. So we're just going to keep praying for him and appreciate you. Amen. Your prayers. Please remember Sister Laney's grandmother passed away today. So let's remember them, that family. Keep them in our hearts and prayers. No one can comfort them like God can. And minister to them and help even Sister Laney, God, in this time in her life and season of life to be a blessing to her mom and them. You know, God works in mysterious ways. And if we'll just let him, I'll tell you, God make the best of anything. Amen. The enemy's trying to constantly war and battle against us, but God's always with us. Let's just speak the name over them. Let's speak the name over them. Ask God to bless them. Keep them. Some still battling with COVID, things of this nature. So let's keep them in our prayers. God would bless them, strengthen them. And amen. It's good to see Brother Pierce tonight. God bless him. Love and appreciate this good man. Let's keep them in our prayers. Amen. God be with them. Others, amen, in our community and below the community here a little bit. But let's remember them. The loss of another 18-year-old down there. It's good to see Brother and Sister Henry. God bless you. It's good to see Brother and Sister Moore. Other guests, please forgive me. Not acknowledge you in service time. God bless you, though. It is good to see you tonight. Appreciate you. Good to see everybody. God bless you, Sister Linda. It's good to see you back. Amen. God bless you. We're going to keep praying. Don't come and come to the house of God. You're not going to lose your soul. We're going to win this thing. You just speak the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Every time that pain comes, just speak the name of get Jesus against it. Praise God. Diabetes too. You heard that tonight. Amen. So God's working. God's working. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.